2: Welcome to it. It's a road show Friday. Hail Varsity on the road. We're at Hurt Ant Sports Bar and Grill in Gretna, just off of 204th Avenue, 10746 South 204, to be specific. What an amazing setup. It's a cozy spot, plenty of tables, plenty of TVs. They just got done showing the replay of last night's magic at PBA when Nebraska took down Wisconsin 80-72. to 72. In overtime, we'll have plenty to say on that. Numbers to get in at 489 1240 825 5865 To my left, Elijah Herbals made the road trip. We say thank you and hello to a man that's been crushing Tums all day, <laughs> Will Wilson. Back in studio, you're welcome to check the show out on the stream, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel can watch the show that way. Different platforms. H-Varsity uh, Twitter feed at h City Radio. And, of course, our friends at 590 here in Omaha, ESPN 590, Omaha's ESPN, KFOR uh, 101.5 and 1240. Our friends in Central Nebraska, Cardi Hastings, Grand Island, the Superstation, and up in Columbus at News Talk 900. Fellas, what a win last night. We'll get to our starting five, our roll call in the stream but uh, let me tell you about Herdat Sports Bar and Grill. You, you, you know the, the location. Uh, if you're just coming in off the interstate in La Vista, it's incredible. You, you've watched many a Husker match there. Uh, we invite you out here to Gretna. Uh, the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill in Gretna uh, is fantastic. There's a Dylan sitting at the bar. Not that Dylan, uh, but there's a, a, a Dylan in, in the audience here, which is great. They have signature. Pizzas that are incredible. The margarita is good. The Hawaiian, uh, if you have that family member that does not like pineapple or pineapple on pizza, this will change their mind. Uh, Buffalo chicken, the wings are incredible. Uh, Wraps, salads, pasta. What else? Oh, yes. The bang-bang sauce has made its way to Gretna. It is, uh, listen, anything will taste better with the bang bang sauce so you're invited out here we're here four to six today and uh, many more uh, times here the patio elijah is exquisite uh it is a large patio and uh, when it gets a little nicer outside man it it is going to be a place to to pour a cocktail and sit back and put your feet up how we feeling i have a court stormer to my left uh will wilson back in studio was in the stands i was in the media section Trying to film it all, and it was, it was something I'd never seen in my life. And I've seen Nebraska upsets. I've seen the big, big wins by Nebraska. I have not seen Nebraska come back from 19 down against a team that's knocking on the door of a, of a one seed, for sure a two seed, uh, and they'll make that case against Purdue this weekend on Sunday. But what, uh, what a phenomenal first! Second-half run starting about that, that under-16 timeout. It, it was unbelievable, and, and that's what's been the kind of the Achilles heel for Nebraska basketball fans this season. It's been what the, the, the games looked like, the, the good and the ugly. There, there's been some ugly. There's been some incredible, and you see glimpses of the incredible on display last night. And, and you want it to carry over on the road. Uh, we'll worry about Sunday when the Friday forecast comes up against Illinois. But no, let's,
0: not, let's not ruin a good Friday. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not going
2: to ruin a good Friday. So we invite you out here to, to Gretna, the Herdatz Sports Bar and Grill, where we're set up shop. Uh, a lot of characters stepped up. C.J. Wiltshire, phenomenal. Rank took over uh, as well. And, uh, you know, it was a, it was a team effort, and you feel great for Fred. We'll hear from Fred. We'll hear... Kempavelka, Jake Milheisen, artists last night on the radio with uh, three minutes of, of highlights from KP and company. Jacob Padilla, basketball insider, with us in 15 minutes. The pride of Fairbury is Bill Dolman, NBC Sports, the professor. He'll join us coming up at 5, and then uh, Friday forecast, plenty of room for you at 489-1240. So I've laid it out. Let's talk uh, victory.
0: Let's talk the far-fetched hope that became a reality. Well, yeah, you talk about far-fetched, Schmitty, and the type of thing that you may only get a chance to see once in your lifetime, especially (laughs) with with Nebraska. Get, Get the history behind this. AP Top 10 teams had won 1,458 consecutive games when leading by 16 points at the half. Nebraska ends that streak. The last time an AP Top 10 team had a 16-plus point lead at the half and lost was 2002. Number 6 Kentucky blew it against Mississippi State on January 5th of 2002. I don't even know who Kentucky's coach was in 2002.
2: Yeah, it might have been uh, old, old Clyde. Clyde. Because I, I think they came to... It was Tubby Smith. Okay, my fault. It was post-Clyde. Uh, but, but yeah. <laughs> I didn't know Tubby Smith coached for Kentucky. I'm he, kidding. He did. But... No, no, Tubby, <laughs> Tubby coached, and part of his contract wanted a double wide for his parents. Actually? Actually. I think I remember Cowherd saying luxury. that. Luxury. Yeah, luxury. <laughs> Not, he didn't just go... Mobile home for Ma and Pa, he went double wide. <laughs> he went the Marcus Dupree special. But, yeah, you have to go back to that Kentucky team, and that's why that's why Tubby was no longer at Kentucky very long, despite winning a national championship.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what type of, of performance we saw last night from the Husker basketball team, a historic performance that we haven't seen in 22 years in the, the world of college basketball. It was unlikely. I think for the most part, Husker fans stayed in their seats through the half, I'll admit. Got off work. I didn't finally get down there till about five minutes left in the first half, and I immediately see Chucky Hepburn get two steals, break away, and uh, get two easy layups. One the of them coming in one. Seven straight. And I went, oh no, it's it's Chucky's revenge. That's yeah. what I thought last night was for, for last season, the blown lead. But I remember telling my buddy Kip at the half, who isn't as big of a Husker basketball fan as some out there, I told him, y- you probably don't remember this. You weren't watching, I know, because we were working out at the time. Nebraska was down by. Uh, about the same margin last year when they played Wisconsin home and they came back to it and I said, but mind you, this is a much better Wisconsin team this year and that is a very good Wisconsin team that Nebraska beat but it was a combination of C.J. Wilcher, the fans, Rink Mast, a wonderful defensive effort from Sam Hoiberg. He really changed the game. I mean, Chucky Eppernet mm-hmm. was all 13 of his points in the first half or 11 of his he 13? nine. Nine of his 13. Something like that. Sam Hoiberg stepped in and had a marvelous defensive effort to really slow down Chucky in the second half. Uh, you had Store kind of losing some of his momentum from a, a hot start. Nebraska took advantage. They get the win, and, and that's what that team is. They're exciting. They're good enough to beat anybody, but they're not good enough to, to be safe against anyone. So you, you got to turn ahead. You can't get too lost in the moment, and I think there may have been uh, an instruction from Hoiberg, hey, if they storm the court, we're not going to be enjoying it as long as we did against Purdue because it's on to the next one. I think that's that team's mentality right now. It's on to the next one.
2: Fred lost his bleep at halftime. That's been confirmed in Fred's way, and then by C.J. Wilcher with BTN. And it was needed, and and Fred has pushed the right buttons. We'll dive into if there's some more tweaks and button pushing to go on. Quick shout-out, if you're on your way up uh, from Lincoln for the Southwest Gretna game, you're invited out here to the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill. Come by, say what's up, as uh, we are here at the new Gretna location. To the phones we go, Let's get kicked off. Uh, who's with us? Will we got Tom on the line? Tom, my friend, you've been uh, hunkered down a long, long time watching Nebraska basketball. What'd you see last night? Are you still smiling?
3: I've been in a state of euphoria since about nine <laughs> thirty last night, and. Uh, Thank God for muscle relaxers. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to sleep.
2: (laughs) (laughs) A handful or just a
3: little? (laughs) Just a little. Just a little. Hopefully, there's bigger things to come. Uh, Is it true to the rumor that uh, Trev is working with the Big Ten Conference to get a 32-game home schedule next year? (laughs) Uh, If
2: he's not, he should be. But knowing Trev, he probably he is and it's funny fred has mentioned a few times hey yeah we can't enjoy it because we got another two game prep and here's number 14 that used to be in the top 10. schedule is just crammed together it's a bit of a death march once you get to february but uh, no rest for the wicked no. uh, for nebraska but no it was it was awesome Tom, uh, again, those muscle relaxers. That's a good take because everybody's heart rate was going nuts last night. The, the Twitter posting oh, of uh, the college student that was like, "It's at 170. It's like I'm trying to chase my dog after he got out from the backyard, and my my, my heart rate. I wish would stay at 170, but it was it was it was it was, it was an exciting, nervous energy, and that's what's so awesome about this Nebraska basketball team at home is they give you. The, the payoff. They they, they, they absolutely they deliver. They rise to the occasion. This time they had to come from behind to do it, and it looked bleak. It looked hopeless. It looked dead at halftime, but they kept chipping away, and they kept making some plays, and, well, and there's I, I there's so much to, fun. I turned
3: to the person next to me, and I said, well, you know, just, or he told me, he says, we just got to get this to, to single digits at half, and of course, yeah. that, that backfired totally, and then started the third quarter, or second half. I'm thinking, well, This don't change. I'm leaving probably be out the door five minutes before it's over with. But they just kept chipping away. And then all of a sudden, it was in single digits. And about after every basket, Pavelko was on his feet yelling into the microphone. And uh, (laughs) I've never heard PBA so loud. I thought after Rink hit his sixth three in a row against Ohio State that that was as loud as I've ever heard. But last night, I think, topped it.
0: I mean, that, that moment... Whenever CJ hits the three, you have Josiah and uh, Sam Hoyberg combining on the steal, and then Sam going the other way. Yeah, the old uh, spin around, get it up to the rim. Ooh, that place was jumping.
3: Yeah. Oh gosh. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, A plus at home. On at in conference. Unfortunately, it's the other end of the other, other end of the deal on the road. If they can just get one, to maybe two. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have to worry about the Big Ten tournament.
2: No, I, I think they need to get to twenty, uh, and that would be nice. You go steal a couple on the road. They're yes. capable. Let's see how these next two shake out. Tom, you take care, bud. We'll we'll tip one soon, all right. Thanks all for yeah, calling we'll in. You soon. All right. All right. Good you. to hear from Tom and, and Tom's right there. He's been a longtime Hale hail varsity listener, wears his hail varsity gear, and he's <laughs> he's at the top of that lower the lower bowl, right? When when you come down and, and he's dude is there for warm ups. I mean, he's, he's all in. Interesting last night. So, Elijah, you had your, your phone out. You were storming. You of had a, a close-up of, of, of Connor Clark in the wild. <laughs> hands copped as he's taunting Chuck in Wisconsin. Will, you, t- you took a friend last night. Yeah. That's, that's an incredible. It's exposing him on the air.
0: <laughs> no, that's <laughs> no, totally yeah, that's, fine. I said he <laughs> took a friend.
4: No, last time I took a date to a game was when we lost to Samford. Uh, Okay. Did you get a second date? I I, (laughs) did it, actually. Uh, So I kind of redeemed myself last night. It was great. You did.
2: You did. So you you took a friend, but I owe Elijah a shot. We Mm -hmm. did steak and a beer last night, which translates to a, a shot. So I've got to take a shot from Elijah. I probably have to pay for the shot, which I'm fine. I picked Nebraska to lose. I'll pay for it if they have Malort. I'm looking to see if they have Malort oh, here. Oh, God, don't do that to them. Is that the, the black licorice stuff, the Uzo stuff? Schmitty, you don't want to find out. No, I, yeah. uh, here's what I'm going to do. If the shoe was on the other foot, I would buy you the shot of your choice. I would not give you something heinous to drink.
0: Uh, it's, uh, it's Basque liquor flavored with wormwood. Ah. Uh. Yeah, and so, very popular in
2: Chicago. That, that is my hell uh, coming up here by 6 o'clock. Don't,
0: I don't see the Malort on the wall, but we'll see. That's okay. That's, Heard uh, at Sports
2: Bar and Gretna location where we're at till 6. Will, you had to, to to take a wing challenge earlier on the morning hookup. Yeah. You had the Inferno wings from Slim Chickens. Hooksy brought it in. Um, uh, I, I, a friend of the show says, "Do not do the Morlo, Malort. Malort No, <laughs> don't do it. You, 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 you fight your
4: dad after taking Milord. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say.
2: Wow, it's one of those family reunions, it huh? Is. Yeah, son, you want a shot at the title? You step on out backyard, <laughs> uh huh? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. So how did you cope today? I I posted a a picture of poor, uh, poor Harry from dumb and dumber on the throne, losing it. Uh, uh, Harry, the toilet's broken. What? Um, You've been hammering Tums all day. I have. Yes. And and are you feeling okay? Are you going to have to just let us fly this ship while you, Make it 440, run to to the right corner, turn of the studio.
4: I'm I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, There was multiple trips to the bathroom today. Uh, It it helped. It helped. And uh, I'm feeling
2: good now, Schmitty. I'm ready to roll. Love it. I love it. Well, well, we'll spend more time on Nebraska basketball. Incredible win. Incredible environment. Uh, more to break down on that. But it's more the, on Will's bathroom breaks as well. No, we will not get into uh, <laughs> to, to, to detail there because we love our <laughs> listeners. And if you're in the stream, I have put off the starting five. Forgive me, Brandon. We love you. You're in. Jeff checks in number two. Crew is in at number three. Mr. Mike Corgan don't mess with me pork chop is his quote and I'm trying to figure that out uh, uh, he is in at four Andrew uh, in at five and then uh, Brennan from the Black Hills checks in at six the other Brian finally made it good to see you in the stream Brian Brandon reminds you to hit that like button subscribe and uh, Dion checks in Dion good to hear from you partner thanks for checking in Elijah. Is also in. Eric uh, dials in and says yes. Props to Elijah Herbal for nailing the eight-point Husker victory. Find Elijah on Twitter at Herbal Essence. Find Will on the radio at uh, Willie on the radio. Twitter at Schmidt underscore radio. Give us a follow on the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. And why not uh, follow for updates and specials at Herdatz Sports Bar and Grill on social media. Jacob Padilla with us. We're here in Gretna. Herdatz Sports Bar and Grill. We're powered by Cornhead Lager.
5: And now,
2: and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for spending time. at Hale Varsity Radio Roadshow here at the Herdant Sports Bar and Grill, the Gretna location, 10746 South 204th Avenue, just off the highway. And they are just, uh, I'm staring at these fire pits. It looks like my mother's fire pit. She has one. They have multiple here. For those incredible fall or spring or even, uh, you know, comfortable summer evenings. So you're invited out to the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill. Check out the second location here in Gretna. Happy hour to tell you about Monday through Friday, 3 to 6. And then uh, reverse happy hour Fridays and Saturdays, 9 to 11. That's uh, domestics, that's wells, that's pitchers. So it's uh, incredible. We'll get Jacob Padilla on the horn here shortly and uh, see what he s- seems to think about Nebraska and the tournament as it is uh, it is impressive. You're in a state of euphoria, disbelief, and just flat-out uh, amazement with that comeback. Not just, that. okay, you beat Wisconsin at home. We kind of thought you needed to do that from a resume standpoint, but how you went about doing it, uh, Kise was off. We'll get into a bit of his struggles in a little bit, but... The bottom line is Fred keeps pushing the buttons. The teams responded. He switched how he practiced. That was key. And Bo Reed, we got to give a shout out to Bo Reed, Husker Hall of Famer, with us last night. He uh, joined us to start off hour two. And Bo talked about physicality. Bo also talked about CJ Wilcher. Homeboy was two for two last night with uh, his predictions and his prognostications. So. Pretty incredible evening last night. You're still smiling about it uh, a day later. You heard Tom, a longtime Nebraska basketball season ticket holder, uh, went. He needed muscle relaxers to uh, to kind of calm and come down. We didn't ask him if those were prescribed or just imported from Colorado. An unimportant we're, we're question. We're not to have. judging. We're not <laughs> judging.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll just assume the best while we uh, await Jacob here. We do have a, a couple questions. In Brandon. First, asking the question. First off, he compliments the beard. Thank you, Brandon. It doesn't look great, but I try my best. Chris also chiming in on Twitter. He asks... It's not me. ...for a bowling update. And I have the bowling update for you. Elijah Herbal and his team still remains in first place in the city bowling tournament. It should be noted, still one night of bowling left to go. Two years ago, we were in first up until Friday night. We were overtaken by two teams. So we're not out of the woods just yet, but we still... Uh, hold on to our first place spot in the City Bowling Tournament, and we'll have that update for you uh, either tomorrow morning on the Saturday morning show or Monday, whether or not we get it done, we get the win, but uh, feeling really, really good. It's a great team performance. Have have shot all the guys, Cody, uh, Michael, my dad, my brother. Uh, we really put in a, a huge effort this week, uh, just like the Huskers, and uh, we'll see if we get the the payoff at the end of the day. I, I will go on a complete victory lap on Twitter, should we get first place, just to make sure everyone in Lincoln knows. You do it,
2: man. You absolutely Victory lap that son of a gun and make it happen uh, with the championship. Uh, Nebraska grandpa checks in. Let's start a new starting five by distance from Lincoln. I'm checking in from Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's about 900 miles. Uh, Eric says, too many feelings uh, for him to verbalize with last night's win. Eric said, uh, 1,100 miles, just for good note. We have uh, listeners in Florida, we have listeners in the Philippines, we have listeners in China. I mean, it's, uh, it's a vast network, I love it. Uh, I was texting with Brandon Vogel last night at halftime, we were like, this is not going well, this is kind of going sideways for Nebraska, and as a former owner of Under Armour Shoes, He's like, yeah, but at least Wisconsin still has to wear Under Armour. <laughs> I mean, so th- there, was, there was that. So I want to get back to this resume and mm-hmm. where Nebraska's at. And the bracketology from ESPN that is out has Nebraska now at a 10 seed. It seems like they've jumped in the win from first four in, i.e. Dayton, to you're, you're safe and you're playing as either a 10 or an 11 seed. We'll know more from the weekend. Guys, I think what's important is you've wowed the committee with your home wins. Don't play awful or look awful. You don't have to win every road game that's still on your schedule, but don't play awful or look awful with your remaining road games. I mean, Northwestern's not in any bubble danger. They have a win over Purdue. They have a win over Michigan State and they went to overtime and and almost beat Purdue. They're, they're not in any danger because from an eye test standpoint, they've looked pretty good. I don't have their strength of schedule, but I mean, Nebraska and Northwestern are right there. Uh, how do you come back against Illinois? Big question. Uh, how do you come back uh, against uh, Northwestern on the road and then you, you get to come back home for, for Michigan and you can't screw that up, but uh, the anatomy of this comeback is absolutely spectacular because you had the, the different players, you mentioned Elijah that played so well that that, that stepped up and let's talk about Juan, Jawan Gary and his energy, his minutes and how Bryce shook off some of those early turnovers or, or the late turnovers in that first half and it, he came out and and was really calm, and he made some plays. He made some shots, but he just he settled in. This whole team settled in, and they didn't, thanks to Fred's uh, button pushing and verbalization, got him going. And, and uh, credit Fred Hoiberg for the motivation and the calmness and just getting his team prepared. And, and he's always got a sound game plan, uh, and he just needs that – insane effort on the defensive end from his team consistently, and that's what he's still trying to to get to carry over on the road.
0: Well, the question to me kind of becomes moving forward. Do you tinker with that starting lineup at all? With the, the energy that Sam Hoiberg brings off the bench, would he be a valuable addition to a starting lineup well, even maybe even more uh, importantly, C.J. Wilcher with the points he's been pouring in, uh, in in Big Ten season hasn't missed a free throw yet. He's shooting almost fifty percent from the field, from three point land in Big Ten play, and he's shooting over fifty percent overall. I think almost sixty percent overall during Big Ten play. He has been a guy that you can rely upon time and time again through the Big Ten slate. Is that a guy that you insert into the starting lineup? Try to get some more minutes out of? It? Is Casey K- a guy with his recent struggles, especially on the defensive end? Do you move him to the bench? I mean. I know he's a fan favorite and you really can't replicate his level of shooting in that starting lineup would he be more valuable coming off of the bench and providing a scoring option i think fred hoiberg's got some decisions to make but as we kind of talked about yesterday that win yesterday really opens up your margin for error in the big 10 season obviously you can't uh, stumble through the finish line you're going to have some problems but if you just win your home games from here on out, you guarantee yourself a 500 record in conference play, and that's kind of been a number we've talked about through much of the Big Ten slate. If you can get to 500 in Big Ten play, you have a pretty good shot of making the tourney, especially uh, with uh, a win or two in the Big Ten tournament. They're still on pace for that. Now, I think that kind of becomes Fred's question moving forward: Is do you tinker with your lineup and try to get the best result, or I mean, you have a, a team that's already been doing well and winning its home games. That's all you really have to do from here on out. You'd like some more, but do you stick with the status quo and ensure yourself that you have a lineup. Everyone knows their role and it's going to continue to get some home wins because I think realistically you should be able to win uh, the four remaining home games you have left. That gets you to 10 conference wins, and that gets you to a pretty good spot in the Big Ten tournament. I think Fred's got some questions moving forward, but I wouldn't be surprised to see some tinkering with that starting lineup over the next two days or two games, I should say. Here, here's what I think, and, and we'll jump in if you want as well. I, I
2: think if you don't come out and it looks like Rutgers – And it looks like second half against Minnesota. And it looks like just how sideways it went against Maryland. It's no joke that matchups are very real, right? And you match up better against some teams than others. And there's some teams in the Big Ten Nebraska's inherently tougher than, although we don't think they're uh, as tough a basketball team as they need to be. They got tough for the second half. Can they get tough for two halves on the road? And I look at this Nebraska team, and if if it if it if, it, if it's another just beat down against a good team, I don't I don't think you you have a, a question. I think you got to tweak it a little bit. And and if defense and rebounding with a a dash of wow. <laughs> Uh, from a shooting standpoint is, is what's going to get it for you, so be it. I don't know, and you can't be concerned with that, but I don't know from a personality standpoint in a body language in a confidence situation, you need Tomanaga to get back. Mm. You need you need Kise to look like he looked at uh, the end of the, the season last year. He's going the other way right now. Teams have figured him out. They've adjusted to him, and he might either be in his own head right now, just, of course, judging from afar, I don't think he looked super happy on the bench. No, his body language left a lot
0: to be desired last
2: was night. Was that because he wasn't in, or was that because he was sulking because of his performance? Don't know. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I have no issue with Sam Hoiberg going in there to be your spark. Would you rather spark early and then sustain, pray that happens, or keep what you got going? Same with Wiltshire. I mean, Wilcher and and Sam are both options for Tominaga right now and that sounds insane to say right now and how would he handle coming off the bench I mean because sometimes Tominaga if he's not hitting his shots he is taking some some bad shots and they took bad shots in the first half they took tough shots they there's different characters trying to to make something happen to to get right on offense and it's what quite frankly, continued to bury him. It was just some bad shots. I mean it was twenty one to eight for God's sake twenty three to eight at one point so I think you'd look at it against Northwestern absolutely but Kise kind of killed Northwestern too mm-hmm. so I think you look at it it really depends on how again they play and they look coming into to this Illinois matchup on sunday i I'm not above it. But do you go the wrong way if you do make a twist? Do you, do you overthink or do you just write out what's going on? It is the roles guys have right now with the two sparks off the bench and Sam and, and Wilcher,
0: the route you keep going? Well, the, I just think the problem and, and the question is with, with, with Kise in particular, I think this is less about Wilcher and Hoiberg and, and more about Kise. Right now, he's a guy that, or I guess throughout his whole career, has been a guy that you're willing to trade three for two on. If you get what I'm saying, the mm-hmm. offensive explosiveness that he brings is worth the negative that he brings in the defensive end. But if he's not knocking down shots, say trading three for two, you're trading zero for two, and it's a bad look at that. So, uh, I think it's less about Wilcher and, and and Hoiberg, and more about, dare I say, getting Kise off the floor at times because that's what you needed last night. You needed to get Kise off the floor, and you hope that he plays better because of. We've all seen the explosiveness that he provides offensively, but that's a guy that is is getting you one for seven from the field and and really hurting your defensive effort. Not a a playable guy.
2: No, and and that's – if he ain't going to give you 15 and emotion and momentum with his shot making, then he can watch because he is – a liability defensively as hard as he's worked on it he's a liability defensively he's a liability rebounding mm-hmm. and and that's not how you're going to win games on the road more thoughts uh, we'll talk a little college football and a fine levied by the big ten we'll tell you on who that's on the way with hail varsity
5: and now and now back to hail
2: varsity radio Thanks for hanging out. It's Hale Varsity Radio Roadshow here at the Herd Ant Sports Bar and Grill in Gretna. We invite you out if you're out to high school basketball this evening in the Gretna region. Uh, come on by. Great food and drink specials. Happy hour till 6. Get one of their specialty signature pizzas. You can build your own as well. I mean, that's awesome. The bang-bang sauce, boom-boom sauce. We call it bang-bang sauce, but it makes you smile. It's what I'm telling you. It is uh, just glorious. And you can Uh, get
0: a pretty good deal on a personal pizza from 4 to 6. We'll let you know about that in just a second. Yes,
2: Elijah's eyeing the personal pizza. Uh, We are here uh, just off of South 204th Avenue in Gretna here at the Herdant Sports Bar and Grill. Second location, just fabulous. Come see us here. Chris Schmidt and uh, Elijah Herbal, Will Wilson. Pete has been hanging on. Pete, we missed you last segment. Thanks for your patience. Go for it. How you doing? We're good, man. What do you know?
5: Well, I don't know too much about basketball, but it seems to me, uh, I watched most of that game last night. The first half I had to turn the channel because it was pathetic. (laughs) uh, It sure looks to me like Gary is kind of the leader of that team, and when he's on the court, the defense plays better and the the whole team plays with more energy. And the second uh, point was, I think the crowd really had a big impact on that win last
3: night. I think the crowd was fantastic.
2: Pete, you are right. The crowd would not let Nebraska go away, and they kept raging. And it wasn't they got it under 10. They got it. They, Pete, thanks for the call. They got it under 5. It was once they got it under 15. Mm. I mean, the crowd grew. It was that 6th man, that 12th man. And we can kind of get into this with Dolman here in the uh, the second hour from an atmosphere standpoint, like your your flashbulb moments as a Nebraska fan, this, this was this was an entire second half of full throat. Come on, fellas, this is huge. You gotta you gotta find a way, and they did to their credit. But Nebraska, uh, there's been moments, there's been games, there's been opponents that come in that just rub you wrong as a Nebraska fan or just a sports fan in general and you want to just stomp on it. Oh, yeah. we're going to get into the Chucky e. Hepburn discussion here? We'll get into Chucky in a little bit, uh, but we'll, we'll dive into that here shortly. Uh, more comments in the stream, Hale Varsity YouTube, where you can watch the show along with the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed. So Crew checks in, uh, says, I need a wife Any advice, fellas? (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Nope. Um, Let let me
0: know if you find anything, please. (laughs) On a
2: serious note, I've got a really wonderful-looking wife, and that sounds super shallow, so give me a second. Sick. Uh, But her personality is as screwed up as mine, so we're... That's (laughs) not where I thought you were going. (laughs) No, her personality is as screwed up as mine. It's it's Okay. Uh, and she makes me laugh. So th- that's what I go for, someone that can stand being. Now, she threatens my life twice a night because I snore too loud. Uh, but that's that's just her,
0: her love. Uh, Brian, I am, I'm reading through some of these comments. I don't know what this this chat is on today.
2: Snitley checked in, and, and I think it, it comes back to an earlier comment from, uh, from Brandon that I don't know that we can get out of the air with. But uh, what's that shot you wanted to give me? Malort. Yeah, Malort. Uh, Brian Snitley, part of the Boulder Peace Treaty, uh, says, ah, yes, the Chicago Special. Uh, Cutter says, take the three wise men. Uh, you will be all the wiser, I hear. That's Jose, that's Jack, and that's Jim, if memory serves. Cam, appreciate you. Thanks for setting this up. Cam, I heard that sports. Shout out to him. Okay, Uh we have yeah, are, are, you,
0: are you getting into the just the absolutely unhinged comments we've had in here about no sh- things you can shave that are not your face?
2: No, it's, no, I have not gotten into any, any landscaping. Tuck oh, they, in, they got fully into
0: the landscaping in the stream chat today. We're, we're not going to go there. <laughs> no, uh, we're not.
2: Uh, Tuck, thanks for keeping it with football and, and basketball and all that good stuff. Uh, Brennan is in uh, pool league. And the Huskers won, so that's a win. Uh, menu specials. Pizza yeah. is, uh, is done right here at Herdat Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, check some of their pizzas out. Uh, I like the, uh, the, the the Three Angry Pigs. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I mean, that is all sorts of goodness ham, bacon, pulled pork, sausage. Uh, that would be my, my vote. Uh, the combo's money. It's spicy sausage. Red pepper, pepperoni, mushroom, black olive. Yes, on the black olive. How's that sound and will with your
0: tummy? Uh, I give it about a, a, five. I'm a not, five. I'm not ready for that, I don't think. Okay. How about the sweet heat then? Yes. I and mean, you've already dealt with the heat today. I'm not sure if you dealt with the sweet. The sweet heat, sweet chili sauce, ham, pineapple, red onion, pepperoni, cream cheese, and jalapeno. Yeah, you would be a pineapple pizza guy. I am. Dude,
2: this, is, this is the place you'll find the pizza with pineapple and it'll be all okay. Okay.
0: Well, how about this? Three to six, it's happy hour here at the Herdette Sports Bar and Grill. That's every Monday through Friday. You can come and get a one-topping pizza, eight inches, personal pizza, for just $6. How about that? You could also get, get yourself a
2: bang-bang sauce
0: with it. For $3, yeah. happy hour, well, liquors, and all your domestic drafts, along with a basket of fries for, uh, again, $3, tater tots, $3, chips and queso, $3, or just, you know what? You just want to stick to the beer. Two dollars off all draft beers. Fourteen dollar pitchers. I love me a good pitcher. Seventeen dollar buckets. And if uh, three to six doesn't work for you, how about the reverse happy hour? Nine to eleven Friday and Saturday. That's the best idea. Wow. Is, I love that. I
2: love it. Tuck says you need to fertilize your <laughs> that thing. He's referring Can you to define your, that thing. <laughs> your, 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 your your beard. <laughs> I think is what he's saying. Uh, we have rambled on and we did nothing to uh, to keep time. For Kempavelka and Jake Milhuizen. So we'll hear uh, Kent's uh, soundtrack to, to last night's comeback uh, at the 50 spot. That's on the way. Hour two, uh, another hour for you to come see us here at the Herdant Sports Bar and Grill in Gretna. And uh, Bill Dolman with us. Jacob Adillas has moved to 525, so we'll check in with him. The fine. Let's talk about the fine. The Big Ten has levied a fine against Chris Collins, mm. five grand. Uh, the long and short, he lost his marbles, went onto to the court, got in the face of an official, hugged uh, Matt Painter, hugged uh, uh, Purdue stud Zach Eady, and then kind of said let's raise the roof as he was leaving to jeers by the Northwestern student section. The Purdue student section. Thank you, Purdue student section. If you find a Coach 5 Gur for a – 48-8 to eight free throw disparity. Can we find the officials when they absolutely whiff on brutal calls? Who's your buddy last night? Hi, Steppin'?
0: Oh, uh, old Jeffrey.
2: Hi, yes. knees. Yeah. hi knees. Hi, baby. Hi, hi Jeffrey's making a call from half court because he wanted to hear his whistle work.
0: Well, the one thing we didn't mention from that game last night, maybe we don't want to talk about it in a, in a win, despite all the wrong calls, maybe the best performance and officiating we've seen all season in the Big Ten.
2: It, you, no, I'm kidding. It, you know, kidding. It, well, it, 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 they made
0: up. It was, it was. I think that speaks to officiating the Big Ten. Though. It
2: was horrible quality. Horrible. They had
0: fewer bad calls, but there
2: were still three brutal calls.
0: I didn't really quite understand their definition of verticality throughout much of the night. No, uh, they were pretty inconsistent there. Um, yeah, all around, not a great performance from the refs, but still the best we've seen all year. I mean, the, the, in, in Nebraska got
2: away with a couple of of phantom whistles. But for the most part, if there was any traffic in the paint, I mean, uh, homeboy for Wisconsin was hooking people like he's Chris Weber. <laughs> hooking them in the paint, going up, and Nebraska was getting whistled. Uh, we'll wind down hour one. hail Varsity Radio, road show here, heard at Sports Bar and Grill. Gretna, we're powered by Cornhead Lager.
5: And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio.
2: Back with you one final time this hour. Hale Varsity Roadshow here from the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill in Gretna, just off 204th Avenue. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark is missing because we have Will Wilson in studio. Caught myself there. Dion asks a very important question we cannot
0: answer, nor... You finally reached the part of the stream that I was referring to. Yeah, the stream has gone off the rails about (laughs) uh, grooming.
2: (laughs) Putting it nicely. Uh, Let's talk volleyball because you've got the Supernovas in action tomorrow. Get on down to CHI 6 p.m. against San Diego as uh, the world-class talent, family, friends, and fun and incredible volleyball. Be a part of the Supernovas this season. Supernovas.com and uh, your chance to secure single match or season tickets and go see them uh, against San Diego. Should be awesome and You've got the who's who. We're talking uh, Olympic Olympic champions. You have NCAA champions, All-Americans. The talent is paramount uh, when it comes to uh, supernovas. Their opponents and uh, your chance to log on supernovas
0: dot com. And do you know why they named the city of San Diego? San Diego. It's German. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Anchorman quote. I can't get I can't get into it. <laughs> Oh it's yeah. German. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. San I mean, yes, yeah. yeah, Santiago.
2: Right. It's it's him and, and what was uh, what's her name's character? Corningstone, Veronica Corningstone. They were sitting in the car. In yeah. the car, right? They were parked. Mm-hmm. And uh oh, soak it in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> good old good old run. Moonbot won 500 bucks last night on Nebraska. Got him in a pickem. Moonbot, I wish I was as smart as you for many things. Moonbot was sweating at halftime, I but, guarantee it. <laughs> Moonbot swore off basketball uh, in that first half. But the second half is when Nebraska came around. Let's do a little soundtrack action. Kemp Pavelka, Jake Milhaisen, you hear them on our affiliate 590. Uh, your uh, Husker home in Omaha. And uh, Kent brought it home. We as might be out of time. No, we got time. Yes, no, maybe. Mm, no. no, son yeah, of a. No. I'm sorry, gosh, Mar. Man, I uh, I had to edit myself there. Forgive me. Uh, <laughs> next hour, I promise we'll get in Kent. We'll get in Jake, and it was fantastic. It was it was big time. So, uh, if if we're if we're spinning the wheel for appetizers, Elijah Malort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's one to give me some non-sipping whiskey. I got to go with the boom boom shrimp and yeah. the bang bang sauce. Yep. yep, got the corn nuggets, the onion rings, the like, fried green beans. The nachos here are money.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They're they're incredible. The wings Kings are ideas. great.
0: The wings are so good. Yeah,
2: the wings won't hurt you, Will. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Will crushed six six Inferno wings as part of a, a, a wager. So you're going to make me hurt because Will had to hurt. That's right. Yeah, I'm the only one that's getting out of today unscathed. Smitty, you could do something about that, though. No, I know we gotta we gotta figure out the uh, the forecast is coming up. Five forty, plenty of college basketball to uh, to pick them. Uh, Bill Dolman will kick off next hour, and uh, Jacob Padilla, his thoughts on Huskers and of course the high school schedule tonight. Gretna in town against Southwest should be a good one. Braden Frager making his way up to uh, to Gretna, and uh, you're invited out here as so we're in Gretna tonight at Sports Bar and Grill, amazing patio, great eating area, and TVs that you won't miss any action. Just off of 204th Avenue, Hail Bar City continues. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. Back with you, Tower 2. It's Hale Bar City. We're powered by Cornhead Lager on the road here at Hurtout Sports Bar and Grill. The Gretna location, uh, the South 204th Avenue location. You're turning in just off Highway 6 on your way to Gretna Southwest. To see some high school hoops tonight. A few Hawks back in the corner, which is pretty awesome. We welcome in the Pride of Fairbury NBC Sports. The professor is Bill Dolman in his office Still smiling about Nebraska basketball's win comeback, one for the ages. Uh, Will Wilson in studio, Elijah Herbal to my left. He has not bought me that uh, shot. I owe him yet. Friday forecast. Friday forecast time is when it's coming. Billy D, how we doing? Good to spend time with you. Thanks for uh, jumping on with us.
5: Well, thanks for the invitation to come up and join you in uh, Gretna today. We were early. We were together, but never got the invite. So yeah, I went back to work. But nevertheless. Uh, <laughs>
2: next, next nice, time,
5: nice next
0: time, you know, we didn't want you getting fired, you know,
5: <laughs> yeah, well, that might happen anyway. But,
0: uh...
2: <laughs> yeah. Bill, okay. we will, uh, trank dart you and drag you up here. I think you'll like the, um, well, the, the, uh, uh fire pits. Are just you awesome. give me? Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty solid. They've got the bang bang sauce that we rave about. The pizza is incredible. Uh, the, the wings are to die for. Will Wilson had to hammer six Inferno wings earlier today. He's been crushing Tums all day, and uh, he is uh, he's, he's I, hunkered I,
5: down. I heard that, and I was really pleased that I did not hear the full story in detail. So I think, uh, I think I'm good with the knowledge that I have, and I don't need... Much more than that. There's still it, time. I, I could give it to no, you. And, and <laughs> eerily. You can, that, you, you can save that for the director's cut. I, I will uh,
0: say, for those not watching on the stream, you might not know this, that people in the stream maybe not have noticed. Will is keeping the door to the studio open, which I assume is for quick access to the bathroom. Or just so he doesn't
2: gas himself.
0: <laughs> no, it's so, hot in here. It's hot in
2: here. Yeah, that's, that's what we're going to stick with. The four or five sales folks have walked by and crawled away. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, ironically, Wills uh, from, uh, you know, noon to two looked a lot like Nebraska's 7.30 to 8.30 last <laughs>
0: night. Spot Hold, on. Uh, holding on for dear life. Uh, Bill. And now he looks like Husker fans during that overtime. Fully clinched. Yeah. It's a little nervous. <laughs> a little nervous energy.
2: Bill, what did you see last night? And from an atmosphere standpoint, that's, that's up there. I mean, we're talking the, the will to win, yes, by the team, but so many in that PBA audience last night wouldn't let this team go goodnight.
5: Well, I did hear that there were some fans and perhaps a sizable uh, sample of the fans uh, who had had enough at halftime. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, you learned your lesson. You never know what's going to happen in sports, and that's the that's the great thing about it. I tell my, my students that all the time. You go to a you go to a movie or to a play, you, you pretty much know how it's going to end uh, when you get there. With sports, you don't know the drama that's going to unfold and what ending you might have a chance to see and remember for a lifetime. And I, and as much as people we refer to uh, No Sit uh, Sunday, uh, Wisconsin 2014, or the uh, uh, you know some of the great games that have been played at, at uh, Memorial Stadium, um, you know big games against an Oklahoma or a Colorado or a Miami or whatever. And you can have those memorable moments because the atmosphere was spectacular. There was a big win. What the, 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 the word that comes to mind to me in watching last night and how it unfolded and how it ended, the, the, the atmosphere was just raw. And I mentioned that on the Average Joe Sports Show podcast that we did earlier today. It, there was no plan for what happened. You know, people went to the game last night hoping that they would see Nebraska play well. And they, they know that this team has played well at home. And that was the chance that they needed, you know, of all things, the home court advantage to, to knock off Wisconsin. And then it didn't start off very well at all. And I'm sure there are a lot of people who not only left, but turned off their TVs and, and uh, went to bed and called it good and were surprised when they woke up. And there were probably a lot of people who may have gone across the street into the hay market and started watching the end of the game. <clears throat> at a watering hole. And uh, saw what was happening on TV, wishing they could get back in. You know, a lot of people wish they could have made a, a U-turn at Dodger Stadium when Kirk Gibson hit his home run against the Oakland A's back in 1988. And you famously see brake lights come on as they're driving away in the distance because they missed it. There was It was just raw last night. And, and what happened the last 15 minutes of regulation and in overtime, the atmosphere, the arena, the emotion, the excitement, the the frenzy of the fans... Uh, was completely unscripted and that's what made last night so special and what will make that one of the most memorable nights in nebraska basketball history regardless of what this team does the rest of the season which is going to be in the ncaa tournament yeah
0: bill you mentioned the rest of the season that's kind of where i was going next how does nebraska bottle up that second half and take it on the road based on everything we've seen this year do you have to accept the fact that this team is different on the road than they are at home? I mean, Fred Hoiberg talked about crumpling up the uh, the, the sports science plan for his players and throwing it in the trash and saying, we're, we're going to build a physical team this week through practice. Now, I think he kind of saw that in the second half, that team's grittiness to not go away. Do you see that traveling and going on the road? Or is this team just what they are at this point on the road? What's your take on that side of things? Can they get better? Can they improve? Is it too late?
5: Uh, that's, that's the big mystery with this team, right? You know, you asked me last week if, if Maryland was a must win. And, and I said, no, I, I don't think it's, it was a must win game. Um, and if Nebraska beats Wisconsin, Nebraska is definitely in the NCAA tournament. But what Nebraska, what last weekend against Maryland was, was It was a must-not-lose-ugly game. And what did they do? They lost ugly. And they they could not afford to do that. Uh, Losing 87-82 to or 87-77, okay, that's understandable. But they played horribly at Maryland, and they carried that over to the first half of the game against, uh, uh, against Wisconsin last night. But then they turned around, and they found that toughness and that grittiness. Uh, Do I expect them to win at Illinois? No, but hopefully they take with them the belief in what they can achieve when they play the way they did in the second half. They've got to believe in their grittiness, which is not an analytics. You cannot, you know, put into a computer and spit out grittiness. You can't spit out heart. You can't spit out toughness. You can't spit out want to. And that's why I hate analytics about as much as I hate recruiting. (laughs) You know, Fred Hoiberg. It looked like in the first half he made a mistake. Like, up, oh, they're tired. They should have. They should have followed the scientific load. Okay, what does that mean? But you can't. The analytics could not tell you what kind of lift they were going to get if Jawan Gary comes into the game. And he looked a little tentative his first couple of times down the floor. But after a while, he got into the flow of the game, and he changed the physicality, and he he he, uh, he changed the. Tenacity, And then you got you know, the Catholic League MVP Sam Hoiberg getting out there and doing what he does. You, you can't put that into a computer and to say that this is what's going to happen. And their tenacity and their want to and their will and their grittiness, you know, it was on display last night. And this is a night in which Kisei Tomonaga had another bad night. Your best shooter. One of the best shooters in college basketball. Your leading scorer has been absent, really, the last three games. I mean, what did he have last night? He's gone 5-7-2 and two the last three games. He's played 14-21-19 and 19 minutes. Barely over half in one game. And he sat, and he was on the floor at the end of regulation, didn't get a shot off. But Nebraska did all of that with their leading scorer out of the game. So can they take that on the road? I don't know. I think they'll beat Northwestern because I think Northwestern has just been gut-punched so many times this season, and with what happened to them against Purdue, I, that's going to be a tough one for them to get up off the mat. And, you know, I, I think that that team has been beaten up a little bit, and Nebraska has a chance to steal one. Bill
2: Dolman's with us. Hail Varsity Radio Roadshow here at the Hernat Sports Bar and Grill in Gretna. Our old buddy uh, at Chamberlain and some other Southwest parents have made their way here in front of the, in front of Gretna and Southwest. That uh, tip off around 7.30. So, Bill, we were toying with the idea. I sound like uh, Griswold's boss here. Uh, of, do you put Tominaga on the bench in no. favor of... No.
5: What? Look, he's either going to get back into his groove... Or it's, it's just going to be the way it is. And, and Hoiberg didn't force it last night. He really hasn't forced it the last three games. He's sensing that it's not working. So he say we all love you. And we know you can be a, a, a game changer. But if you're going to be a game changer, we need to see you do it in the first half. Because we can't afford to let you find yourself when we're trying to find ourselves a victory. And so credit Fred Hoyberg for understanding where his best shooter is at this moment, and maybe the best place for him is on the bench. And if you're C.J. Wiltshire, who right now is this team's MVP, it doesn't matter if you're starting. What should matter is where you're finishing. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the games, he's their most important. Mike right? Mast is their most important. Juwan Gary is their most important. Collectively, those are the guys who need to be there at the finish. Right. So if Tomanaga if Wilcher is best in the role that he is in, and right now he's the best six man of the Big Ten, let him come off the bench and play 30 minutes. And if Kise comes out and he hits some big shots and he gets into a rhythm. All right. Then he's got his 25 to 30 minutes, perhaps. But when he missed that shot at 27, 17 to cut it to 27, 20, he had that three pointer rim out. His game was over. Right, he did, His shot was not going to fall, but somebody else came in and stepped up. And then Mast, you know, found his. He didn't have the Ohio State game, but he's confident in that three-point shot. And if he goes three for seven, three for eight, you know, that's a big deal for Nebraska. So I don't think you mess with the lineup. I think you just let them play their roles. And who's playing the best at the end of the game, that's who you want on the floor. Who's finishing the game, not who's starting.
0: Bill, one thing with this team is they are truly a live-by-the-three, die-by-the-three type of team. If the three's falling, the offense is clicking. You saw it, the difference between the first half and the second half last night with what that offense just looked like whenever the three was falling versus when it wasn't. That's what this team is at this point. Do you think that's an indictment of this team, or is that just the way basketball is now?
5: That's an indictment of basketball. Okay. You know, I'm, <laughs> look, I'm in, the, I'm, in the, I'm in the Popovich camp, right? I mean, the three-point shot. As exciting as it can be, it's ruined the game. You know, that's all people look for is the three. So, of course, they're going to live and die by the three. got to have the the person who can master the art of the 17-footer, right? It may not be sexy, but two from 17 is better from zero from 27, right? Um, And if you got to settle for the two... And and to credit Tominanga, there are times when that three-point shots not falling and he moves very well without the ball and gets an open shot he's got that little floater that can be you know kind of deadly until he gets into a rhythm and then he might hit four or five shots from behind the arc but to me the three-point shot is you know it's it's an indictment of basketball you, you get away from it you're going to have a lot better basketball players you gonna have a lot better basketball games instead of everybody trying to hit the big home run. Now it's not enough to hit a three. It's enough to hit a three from as far back as you possibly can.
0: Tell you what, it's made youth basketball absolutely unwatchable, but I'll leave it at that. Sometimes it can make it more fun, though, I tell you what, whenever little Jimmy steps into a 40-footer.
5: Look, when you took the dunk away, let's go way back in time, boys and girls. When you took the dunk away after Luau Senders' career at UCLA and you made big men... You know, have to have touch around the basket from six inches to six feet. And the sky hook. you know, Kareem developed that more in the NBA. But Bill Walton was one that you would see him do these little drop-ins, you know, around the basket uh, way back in the day. But when you took the dunk away from big men and they had to develop shots and touches, big men were a lot better. And now it's all just looking for the dunk.
2: Bill, a moment of silence. Get off my with, lawn. Without the silence for Carl Weathers, A.K.A. Chubbs, a.k.a. Apollo Creed, and I forget his character name in in Predator, but I love that movie. Seventy six. This guy could go play a, a half a football. He looked like. I mean, he, I know he was graying, but man, that sucks.
5: Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's, you know, a generational passing, isn't it? Many people, and they probably don't realize until a day like this. You played in the NFL. How long, how long Carl Weathers, Apollo Creed has been in your life, you know? And uh, that's, it's sad. But, you know, you got to love a life well lived and the mm-hmm. memories that a guy like that leaves and to be able to have an iconic character like Apollo Creed uh, or Chubbs, mm-hmm. you know? that's a pretty good career and that's a pretty good life so yeah it was that's sad for you know I, rocky was is my favorite movie and what a great character and then to play that part in happy gilmore that's a, that's a great career well so, pride of fairbury
2: nbc sports bill dolman at bill dolman on twitter's where you follow him oh bill
0: before we get out of here your reaction 30 seconds to the steroid olympics which may be coming in 2025 are you hiring it's just been He rumored. wants to do the Olympics. But but we would have I mean do you want to be an some, athlete? We, we can juice you. We, we,
2: we would have some vicious fencing. <laughs> uh, that sounds
5: like uh, a Monty Python skit or something, you know.
2: <laughs> Bill will uh, we'll, uh we'll abduct you for a little Illinois Nebraska Sunday, all right?
5: All right, boys. See you later.
2: There he is, Brida Fairberry, Bill Dolman. Appreciate him. We're here at the Hernad Sports Bar and Grill in Gretna. Jacob Adilla next.
5: And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio.
2: Thanks for spending time. It's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager uh, here at the Hernan Sports Bar and Grill in Gretna, just off of 204th Avenue. You're on your way to the uh, Gretna game tonight. Swing on by for a slice of pie, cold beer. Uh, to watch me get payback for picking against Nebraska from one Elijah Herbal. Will Wilson has already paid his taxes and then some with the, uh, the, the uh, Hot Ones Challenge mm-hmm. with those Inferno wings. There are great wings here at Herd at Sports Bar and Grill. There's great pizza, there's incredible wraps, there is the Bang Bang sauce. It is house made. I don't know what's in it. I just know that it tastes amazing on fries, on the uh, boom-boom shrimp. And, uh, yeah, there's fellas up at the bar here watching a little bit of a preview. Houston in Kansas. There's uh, some cold beer. Man, it's a good time. We say hi to Jacob Padilla with Hale Varsity and Herd at Sports. Talk a little Big Red basketball in the high school scene. Creighton in action as well. Jacob, thanks for making time tonight. Good to spend a few minutes. How are you?
6: Yeah, I'm I'm good. Sorry Bob, earlier, guys. Thanks for kind of juggling things
2: around for me. No, you're good. No worries. Appreciate your time and insight as always and Jacob, you've seen a lot of Nebraska basketball. We've spent most of the show on Nebraska's improbable comeback. But How do you do the math on this? <laughs> <laughs> One half to another and you know, you're you're arguably you're your best showman in in Tomanaga was uh, was shut down. What did you think about last night? What do you think this does long-term for Nebraska? Does this give them a little bit more stability come Selection Sunday?
6: Yeah, I, I haven't gotten all the way through my kind of, like, tight rewatch, um, but just kind of from what I've seen, I think a lot of it comes down to shot-making. Like, even at the start of the first half, when Wisconsin opened it back out to 18, um, they like Nebraska had like three wide open threes, kind of circle the rim and pop out. Like they just weren't making shots. Uh, I thought the offense was fine to start the game, like in terms of process and they got decent looks. They just didn't take them. Guys were missing shots that they normally make. Uh, meanwhile, Wisconsin was <laughs> making everything, and uh, about the only stops Nebraska got were on turnovers because they were struggling to defensive rebounds. Even when Wisconsin did miss, um, and that's the thing about Nebraska's defense is it's kind of. The purpose is chaos. Like that, That's what they're trying to create. And sometimes that chaos is for you, where you get uh, out of position, you're chasing guys off the line and taking yourself out of the play, you're getting mismatches on the glass, um, and having it makes it tough to rebound, even if you do force a miss. And there are other times when uh, it, the guys are kind of on point and on a string, and they're flying around and uh, getting to the spots they need to, and, and the, te- the other team doesn't handle it well. And second half, Wisconsin started to turn the ball over and it really was uh, the defense that won Nebraska this game because Wisconsin's been a very good offensive team this season. Um, one of the best in the country, actually. And they, that second half and into overtime, they just completely shut them down.
0: It's Jacob Padilla with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Jacob, I hope you know what I mean whenever I ask this question. When you look at that second half performance last night, you know basketball a hell of a lot more than I do, so I think you're the authority on this. Did Nebraska win that game, or did Wisconsin lose that game?
6: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always a, a bit of both. Um, in Wisconsin, they kind of got out of sorts, but Nebraska did that to them. They just, Wisconsin just didn't handle it well. Um, Nebraska made some big plays, big hustle plays. Defensively, they, um, <laughs> they were kind of a little, little bit tighter uh, than they were in the first half. I said, they're trying to get you sped up and make things tough for you. And they did a better job of that in the second half. And then Wisconsin didn't handle it well. And that's a credit to Nebraska. And it's a a detriment for Wisconsin. We thought Nebraska has done the same thing at times this year, where um, they just haven't responded to adversity well. So uh, the answer is always a little bit of both. But I think you give credit to Nebraska, or just the turnaround and the fact that they did get down so big multiple times. And they didn't quit. They, they found a way to, to kind of turn things around. And, again, some of it did just come down to shot-making. Like, again, Rink Mass, uh, two for eight from three in a game, but hit two huge ones. Uh, he didn't have a great shooting game, but he, he came up in the clutch when they really needed it. So once he hit, were, we're massive. And then DJ Wilson continued his hot streak, uh, scored 16 in, in the second half there. To um, so it's to kind of key to comeback, so um, yeah, I think you have to give credit to Nebraska because it is easily. And we've seen them do it on the road when things go poorly, they kind of fold and they, they, they just, for whatever reason when, when they've got the, the home crowd behind them, they, they find a way to kind of dig a little bit deeper there and uh, get back into it.
2: Jacob Adilla is with us from Hale Varsity and Herd at Sports at Jacob Padilla underscore. Nebraska the improbable last night against number six, Wisconsin, as uh, it was just up for grabs at PBA. It was incredible. Atmosphere uh, makes all the difference, and and the fans really willed that to happen along with the team kind of finding their footing. Jacob, I want to get your take on, you know, what's next for Nebraska. We have batted the round. Dia... Do you change the lineup at all, possibly, with CJ or, or Sam? Uh, do you think this is a long-term issue with Tominaga? What's your take moving into Illinois?
6: Yeah, I think he's in a little bit of a slump right now, and just they keep doing what they are doing because right before that slump, he averaged about 18 a game on 50, 44, or 100 shooting splits uh, in the six games before the last three where he struggled. Um, every player is going to have ups and downs. And I don't think you need to overreact and change anything dramatically. Um, just, I think Koiberg handled it well. You he, he, he roll him out there, see if he can kind of get himself out of it. And if uh, he's continuing to struggle, then you give those minutes to other guys as the game goes on. And I, I think before long, we'll see Tominaga kind of get back to what he had been doing before. He's going to have a big one here down the stretch that'll help him uh, win a game. So I, I don't think you overreact. We're, we're deep in the season now. Um, the team is kind of what it is, and th- they've kind of settled into, obviously they've, they've had the, the, the fourth spot has kind of been moving around a little bit with uh, the, the Juwan Gary situation and uh, Josiah Alec in and out of the starting lineup. But those two guys um, ha- have made it work pretty well, and they bring some similar things to the table uh, just in terms of toughness and hustle. So um, I-, I think I-, I don't think you'd change anything dramatically. Uh, KC will be back and in the meantime it's good that you've got someone like cj that's playing as well as he is right now to to pick up the slack
0: jacob when you look at last night's game does it impact what nebraska needs to do on the road for the remainder of this season we're kind of in agreement here that getting to 500 in conference play puts you in a pretty good spot heading into the big 10 tournament you can get to 500 in conference play if you just take care of business at home from here on out does it change to you the fact that nebraska needs to perform better on the road here if they want to make the NCA tournament did last night change anything in that regard
6: uh so it so if they have lost that one they would have had to make up for it on the road mm-hmm. like if, if they went out at home lose out on the road that that'll still kind of uh i think the committee's going to hold that against them uh just in terms of the overall road record if you go an entire season with one road win the Entire year, like that's, and you stack it up against some other things. That's something that's going to go against them, just like the two top 10 wins at home will go in their favor. Um, so if they can steal, uh, at least one, I mean, if you get two of these down the stretch, then you're, you're feeling great. Um, you can get at least, at least one more so that the, the road record doesn't stand out quite as much. Um, I, I think that would go a long way here because um, if they had lost that one to Wisconsin, which would have been a bad loss, obviously it was a top-ten team coming in, but um, it would have, you would have had to make it up on the road to, to get back to that 500 mark. And tournament doesn't look at your record in the conference, uh, but 10 Big Ten wins uh, is, is still uh, a good thing to have there. So um, I, I think it puts Nebraska in position to um, be in good shape Without anything crazy happening, um, if they take care of business at home, you steal one on the road, then then you'll feel pretty good. Uh, you, you lose out on the road, you you went out at home, then you're still gonna. I mean, the conversation is gonna happen there, but um, that uh, that Wisconsin win to go with the Purdue win, I think, will, will be a nice little trump card there in their favor.
2: Jacob, what is on your schedule tonight and this weekend from a? Hoops' perspective, uh, what are you eyeing from a high school stand, standpoint? I know um, you, you have uh, Creighton in action as well.
6: Yeah, so I'll, I'll be at uh, CHI Center um, watching Creighton at Butler. So I won't be allowed in any games tonight, but it is a big night. Uh, we've got two Metro Holiday Tournament uh, rematches uh, in, in town tonight with, with Gretna hosting Central, as you mentioned, uh, and then prepping west side. Uh, is Matt are going at it again tonight as well? So two big ones there uh, in Class A, and then a big one in C one as well, where um, DC West is going to Ashram Greenwood, two top ten teams there. Um, so pretty good night Saturday. Not as many good matchups, but uh, Lincoln Southeast is going to Bellevue West tomorrow night. Um, I think I'll try to get over for that one because I haven't seen uh, Southeast play just yet this evening.
0: Jacob, I've said it before a decent amount. I, I think every single season it, it tends to be true. The high school basketball season is really a story of pre-holiday tournament and post-holiday tournament. And I'm not saying that teams that are, are good pre-holiday tournament are going to be bad post-holiday tournament, but you always seem to have a couple, one or two, that they seem to hit their stride following that holiday tournament. You get into January and into February, and it seems like a whole new team. Which teams do you think kind of fit that build this year? Are there any?
6: I don't know if anybody's like completely turned things around. I think what we have seen is I, I think the conversation going into the holiday tournament, is, oh, especially in class A, it's, oh, you got any six, seven teams feel like they could win this thing. And kind of as the season gone, has gone on, it's it's it felt like WS and Miller North have kind of separated themselves from the pack just with their recent results and kind of where they stand now. Uh, if, if there's one team that can um, – I mean, that's kind of hanging in there that next year at central right now with their results. And um, they have that split with Millard North um, and they've got some big ones coming up too. But um, I think we have seen kind of more WS and Millard North has with the way they've been playing recently kind of established themselves back at the top, which is what has been the case for the last few years. Um, so everybody else is, I think kind of trying to get back, uh, figure some things out here as we gear up for the postseason. to kind of get back into where we thought, oh, any of six, seven, however many teams, anybody that makes it to state, could have a chance to win this thing.
2: Jacob, about 30 seconds. Thoughts on the run Pius has been on?
6: Yeah, uh, that was really impressive. I was there uh, the other night against Carney. Um, and I think probably the most impressive thing about what Pius has done lately is it's not all Trace and Anderson. Um the other guys around him have stepped up. And a lot of times, the other guys have led them offensively. Kellen Hum has been on a great stretch recently. Aiden Brass has been helping out. Adam Searcy, uh, Parker Kelly off the bench. they just got a lot of different guys that can hurt you. Um, so where last season early on, it was kind of like 20 and 14 for, for Tracen And then if they get somebody else playing well, then they got a chance to win. Recently, those other guys have been carrying the load offensively, and he still got Trace there on the back line, rebounding and protecting things at the rim. So I think that's kind of been the key, is they've just been a more well-rounded team recently, and that's led to their success.
1: Jacob,
2: we'll check in with you next week. Thanks for the time tonight.
1: Yep, thanks for having me, guys. Hail Varsity Radio is live now. Back to Schmidty. Schmidty's a great guy, but he don't have a brain. And Elijah. you want me to speak? We're not pointing you yet. Yeah. On Hale Varsity Radio.
2: Back with you, it's Hail Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager on the road here in Gretna. Great crowd here at uh, the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill. We're at the Gretna location, just off 204th Avenue. You. Get in and take a right turn, and, man, this patio is going to be lit up here when it gets a little bit warmer. Incredible uh, fire pits. We're talking those uh, barroom tall fire pits with the tall tables. Uh, Elijah, that evil, evil man, bought some sort of clear shot liquid for me to pay for my prediction, steak and beer. Uh I picked against Nebraska. Elijah, what did you order me, you evil,
0: evil man? You fiend. Well, I got myself one just to show solidarity with you. I think Ah. I also owe you one from NFL Championship Weekend. Do you want to sniff it? Want to give it the old sniff test? I think you'll know right away.
2: sounds very out of context. (laughs) (laughs) Vodka? No. Rumpelmins. You son of a gun! <laughs> Am I right? It, yeah, it, it's the that. rumplements. <laughs> All right, we need—we uh, can't do a rumplement shot without Scott here. Well, this is an honor of
0: Scott. We're okay. going to send it up it's to an, Scott. It's an
2: honor of Scott, our dear friend and listener, Scott. So yeah,
0: uh, well, i love that we can just take shots while we're doing our job. And nobody hi- fires us. It's probably
2: highly illegal. Um,
0: <laughs> uh, it's only illegal if you're drunk on the air. You can take a shot. One huh. shot's not going to get you drunk. Okay. It's the second one that'll get you.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> let's hear from Ken Pavelka before we get into the Friday forecast. Let's hear from Jake Milheisen. Let's hear that masterpiece uh, from Nebraska and their legendary play-by-play team. With uh, They brought it home. Nebraska brought it home, the upset last night. This was uh, when things got a little interesting if you're a Badger fan, and there aren't any in the room, so I don't know who I'm talking to. But uh, Pavelka, Milhaisen, the Huskers, overtime last night, 80-72. to 72.
7: Brings the ball up the floor himself, chest pass across the timeline, Wiltshire with a heat check, 40 footer. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it! And the Huskers cut it to seven! It was Hoiberg, tried to take it away from Blackwell, Blackwell controls it. In the passing lane is Alec, flips it inbounds! Alec on the floorboard, flips to Hoiberg, Nebraska down by six. Hoiberg spins in the paint, puts it up and in! Blackwell in the spin
3: cycle. Stop
7: reaching freshman. 50 to 46. Crowd absolutely berserk. Eight and one on the air. Will one on the air. Wilcher's got the ball. Gives to Hoyberg. Reverses right side. Wiltshire He shoots up a three and it is good. It is good. Hands it off to Wilcher. Pleasant fights over the screen. The three ball good. It's a true he's on the line. Gary with it. Top of the circle. Long three. Mass got it. Nothing but man on the CVA. Three by Mass. Now comes at the elbow. Williams has got it. Six on the shot clock. Williams. Step back. Three on the way. Got it. It's a two. It's a two. It's 65 to 62. One possession game. Nebraska down by three. The pump fake by Mass. Step back. Three on the way. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Holy smokes. The flying Dutchman with a big three. And he puts it on the floor. Drives the right wing line. Gathers himself. Hooks right up and down side of the floor to mass between the circles back cutting his carry layup good oh it's an boy. and one and an end one two and a half to go williams drives the ball to the rim puts it up took a hit got it set an of and one wilcher comes down the right side he may have to hoist on the sideline bounces it into the mast puts it up got it got it Ow. it's going to be in the tournament and try to keep the huskers out just try it missed shot by chucky and there's the ball game. The Huskers win it. Final score in overtime. Nebraska 80, Wisconsin 72. And another court storming. Storm that court. Just storm that puppy. Just listen to it. So awesome. Aren't you going to start screaming, I love it? I can't. <laughs> I don't even know or or what to are <laughs> Unbelievable. That last year, man. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not going to make it this year. I'm not either. How about that, hog? How about that? Oh, man. How about man. that? How about that? How about that? Boys? This place is How
0: about going that. crazy.
2: That is Mr. Kent Pavelka uh, and Jake Milheisen. Awesome! That is so good. It gets the hair on the back of your neck to stand up, hair on your arms to stand up. You heard the crowd. You were there, a lot of you, and you saw Nebraska pull off magic. Mm-hmm. Without further ado, let's get into the Friday forecast here on Hale Varsity. So we do need on a serious note to pass along condolences to Clausburn and Mrs. Clausburn as uh, their lovely pup passed away. And that's that's no joke. This is not me being a jerk. Uh, it sucks when a pet and a member of the family that pets are passes. So we are thinking about Claus uh, and uh, Mrs. Claus.
0: It should also be noted uh, on a different note for the radio listeners that did not get to see the stream, the rumplement shot has been consumed by both me and Schmitty. We are ready to rock for this Friday forecast. Schmitty had an all-time reaction.
2: Yep, <laughs> it's, it's one of those... That he will no doubt edit down and I will turn into You're, hilarity. It could turn into a gif. Thank you. <laughs> ah, prevent defense. That's the reaction you'll see. Ah, fumble on the two. That's the reaction you'll see. Without further ado, Creighton minus 10 and a half tonight. Butler, Barry Collier in the house going from Nebraska last night to see his Butler Bulldogs at Creighton. Uh, Butler needs this. They've got a win against uh, Marquette. They need another ranked win, but I don't think they get it. I think Creighton covers tonight. Give me the Jays by 13, uh, 83 to to 70. Creighton win tonight. Uh, Will Wilson's wheels are turning on how to scream at me for picking Creighton. Mm -hmm. We'll get to Will's pick in a minute.
0: Elijah, what say you? I got to go with Creighton as well. Cover 10 and a half. Uh, I don't think that Butler squad's all that great. I think this Creighton team is really good, despite the fact that they haven't quite been uh, living up to the expectations that were placed in the preseason. They're still very, very good. I think they covered 10 and a half. I think they beat a Butler squad that just isn't Creighton this year. Texas
2: at TCU. Jamie Dixon's squad rolling Texas on the bubble. And there's several thousand horns down T-shirts for the student section to make Texas weep. I do not know the official number. I'm going to say five and a half. Give me the horns at home, 76-70. Elijah, You're taking Texas.
0: Yes, I'm going Texas as well. Uh, if there's horns down shirts, sure, Texas for some reason plays with another energy. Give me the horns. I like that pick, 78-72. I skipped. You will jump in. Creighton, Creighton pick, and then give me
2: the T- Texas TCU pick. I'll take Butler with the points. I think they lose though, 85
4: to 82. Okay. And I'll take TCU with the upset, horns down shirts. I like it. I'll take them 77 to 74.
2: Moving on, Houston at KU, the old Jayhawks, fog. Let's find a way down to Lawrence tomorrow. How's that sound? Uh, we'll say KU minus four. And uh, I think KU gets it done. I think they uh, rise up, kind of get back on that one seed discussion and uh, give me KU 80 to 78. 5. Uh just a barely barely a cover. What do you say, Elijah? I think
0: it's going to be a hell of a game. I think KU wins. I don't think they cover Give me 74-72 Kansas.
2: will. I'll take uh,
4: I'll take Houston 85 to 80.
0: Outright at fog All out. All right, I wow. love the
2: outright. We'll get into Carolina, Nebraska, Illinois. That's on the way. We'll wind down a road show Friday.
5: And now And now back to Hale Varsity
2: Radio. One final time, at Sports Bar and Grill. Gretna location just off 204th Avenue. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Will Wilson. Friday forecast resumes. Thanks for having us out here, at Sports Bar and Grill. Thanks to Bill Dolman. Thanks to Jacob Padilla. Awesome stuff as uh, we have spent a lot of time on Nebraska basketball. Deservedly so with the win and comeback over Wisconsin. Carolina Duke. Duke on the road. Carolina, a one seed. I'd say we'll put this thing at five and a half since it's a rivalry. And uh, give me Carolina at home, but give me the Duke cover. Heels by a, a, a three seventy-three to 70.
0: Got Tar Heels by at 10. Give me uh, North Carolina to win this thing, 79 to 69.
4: Uh, it's always a close game. I'll take 72 to 70, Carolina. You're, ne- just, you're just
0: letting that Bill Hooks influence influence you, huh, Will?
2: And never. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> Nebraska illinois sunday uh, no line yet ten and a half too much that's too much i'll go Eight and a half, eight and a half? Eight and a half for illinois seals speed
0: me feels about right
2: okay uh i'm sorry i gotta see it to believe it i'm gonna get another free shot from elijah uh with this bet but i'm gonna take illinois 81 nebraska 65 i'm, yeah, I'm uh, yeah. i hate your pick well go ahead I was just gonna, I
4: Schmidty. I can't agree with you more. Until I see it, I, I can't do it. Sixty-eight, sixty, Illinois.
0: Bet the mortgage on Illinois at this point. like <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. Like no Elijah's what this driving. Is,
2: we're going to Warhorse. We'll see you there Sunday morning.
0: No matter what this line is, I will not feel good about Nebraska. If it's a pick 'em, I'm not going to feel good about Nebraska. If it's Nebraska plus 20 and a half. I'm not going to feel good about Nebraska. I'd take 20 and a half. I'm with you at this point. I have picked (laughs) Nebraska on the road. Let's not be crazy. I have picked Nebraska on the road. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm with you, Schmidt. You have to see it to believe it. Give me Illinois 81, Nebraska 67.
2: Let's get into Purdue and Wisconsin. Badgers hosting Purdue. Purdue uh, escaped at home against Northwestern. And uh, you have Wisconsin hurting a little bit. Do they take it out? Do they have the hangover? Wisconsin, dude, this is straight up Wisconsin's rebound. They went outright at home, and we'll say pick them. Fair? Sure. All right. Uh, give me the money line. Give me Wisconsin. Uh, we'll
0: say seventy-four to seventy. I hate how much I agree with you here. 77-74, It's Wisconsin's bounce back. They're back at home. This game has a world of implications because of the Big Ten conference. Big Ten, one number seeds. one. Yeah, uh, it's it's huge. I think Wisconsin gets the bounce back. I get, think they get a seventy-seven to seventy-four victory. Yeah, I think
4: it's a bad spot for Purdue. I'll take Wisconsin to win by
2: ten.
0: Wow! Wow!
2: Uh, Eric chimes in, shakes his head at Texas, and Creighton picks. Why are you booing? We're right. Well, we, <laughs> if we're wrong, it's okay. No, we're going to be right. <laughs> Other Brian, as we talk about our friends at Lincoln Weight Loss, says, "Lose a pound of fat a day." Yes, I did. Uh, do the Will Wilson Wing Challenge. It I, helps. I do
0: notice that we didn't put the Pro Bowl,
2: the NFL Pro Bowl. We one, are though. not. We are not degenerates. We are gentlemen. <laughs> If you're betting the Pro Bowl God be with you oh it's nice <laughs> hey it. we appreciate you all back tomorrow weekend edition Hale Varsity at 745 you got to get out here uh, to the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill Gretna location you walk in it smells uh, like childhood and what I mean by that is you walk into that first pizza parlor oh yeah you ever walked into it is incredible get the bang bang sauce don't do the rumplements thank <laughs> you Elijah thank you Will Wilson God love you Back tomorrow at 7.45 on Hale Varsity.
4: A Huda Media Production.